You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host, as always, John Chapman. Uh, Man, we got some news late last night. The trade for Matthew Stafford finally went down. Now, unfortunately... It wasn't what everybody was hoping for the 49ers. Uh, The rumors had been out there pushed, you know, by big time reporters, by some fellow 49ers podcasters. The, The news was there that the 49ers were the leading contenders for Jared, or sorry, for Jared Goff. Nobody wants Jared Goff. For Matt Stafford. Um, It didn't turn out to be that case, you know, and we're going to go through the trade. We're going to talk about what happened, the price, uh, how it affects the NFC West, um, all those different things. We're going to talk a little bit of Deshaun Watson. Then we're going to talk, again, what the 49ers options are with the NFL draft. And we're going to update, go through the entire NFL and look at, I'm going to give almost every single team in the NFL percentages of how likely they are to address the quarterback position between now and the NFL draft. Most importantly, in the first round, first and second round. So what are the 49ers' options? You know, obviously, the the trade is huge, and we're going to go through all the implications of that, uh, rumors and all. But again, all of this is to provide context in the setting for where the 49ers currently are and where they would like to be at the quarterback position. Did the 49ers want Matthew Stafford? Hell yeah, they did. Did also eight or nine other teams want Matthew Stafford? Yes, they did. Um, you know, Chris Burke of The Athletic, who does hell of work, he's basically one of the best beat writers for the Detroit Lions. He came out this morning and said, look, the Lions had seven to eight teams offer at least 
a first round pick was on the table in each of those seven to eight pick or team trades that were going back and forth. And so again, we'll get to the 49ers, but let's talk about what the hell <laughs> the Rams did because they are so freaking crazy, man. Uh, they, they are the meth addicts of <laughs> the NFL in the front office. They just don't care. Uh, they're going to spend everything. So the terms of the deal are this. The Lions get a 2021 third, a 2022 first, and a 2023 first. So two firsts and a third rounder and Jared Goff. Uh, so that's what the Lions are getting. The Rams got Stafford, obviously, but this is a weird deal. You know, rumors came out that the 49ers were, you know, one of the leading contenders for this, but they weren't even offering the number 12 pick this year. Uh, again, staying with the future picks. Well, the Lions up, you know, they get a quarterback, Jared Goff. Uh, the coach has come out and said, Jared Goff is going to be part of the plans for the 2021, um, you know, Lions team, whatever. Man, the Rams. They <laughs> they spent and they spent big. This is also interesting of note. The very first trade in NFL history that had two number one overall picks involved in the trade. That's never happened before. The 49ers were close with the OJ Simpson uh, trade, which a lot of people don't want to uh, remember. But eventually, you know, OJ was the first overall pick, and we traded a pick that would eventually become the number one overall pick. But again, two number one overall picks being swapped is first time ever. And now if you look at the Rams and what they have and what they have had, they're weird. Guess who the Rams' last first-round pick was? I'm going to give you guys a second. You want to throw it up in there. Who was the Rams' last first-round pick? Because it gets, uh, it's pretty funny. It's been a while. It's been a long while. And there we go. I'm seeing the comments come in here. Uh, the, the correct answer is Goff. Yeah, Jared Goff. Back in 2017, that was their first pick. Now you're going to have to go. They're going to go seven consecutive years at a minimum. Probably going to trade their other ones. Seven straight years without a first-round pick. That's what they're going to do. That's insane. Uh, yeah, congrats. Uh, the new big buck, Cody, and Daddy Miller. Yeah, you guys, you freaking, y'all named it. Jared Goff was the last first-round pick. They're going to, here's what's great. So now with what's scheduled with the Rams, their first <laughs> round pick that they can use, their next one that's on their books, it's a lot, it's 2024. That means that whoever they draft that year is a senior in high school right now. That, that's the next person that they're going to be able to draft. I mean, good Lord, these guys, they don't even take part in the draft. You look at what they, they were already one of the lowest draft capital teams in the NFL. Now, if you look at the 2021 draft, they have a second rounder, which is number 57. The first pick is number 57. A sixth rounder and a seventh. That's it. A second, sixth, seventh. That's all their picks this year. Next year doesn't look much better. <laughs> they don't have a lot there either. These guys, they just, they play by their own rules. Um, they don't care about the cap. They don't care about the draft. It's just not important to them. You look at, you know, what it means for the, the cap, they're screwed. Um, now, the one good thing that you can't say about the Rams is they got rid of that god-awful Jared Goff contract, but not all of it. So let, let's look at the cap details, okay? You, you, there's been a lot reported on here, but this is from you know Tom Pelissero, who I think does as good a job as anybody in the NFL. Uh, he doesn't get mentioned with you know Adam Schefter and Rappaport and those guys, but I, 
I think that he is just as good, if not better, than those guys. Uh, just not as well-known. Anyway, so this is from Tom Pelissero. The Rams, here's their cap implications, okay? They have tw- they're paying the $22.2 million dead cap in 2021 for Jared Goff's deal. So th- that's what they owe. So $22 million in 2021, that's what they're covering in dead money. The rest of Jared Goff's deal goes to the Lions. We'll talk about that in a second. Also, what the Rams are on the hook for is the next two years for Matt Stafford's deal. It's $43 million divided over two years, so $20 million in 2021 and $23 million in 2022. Then that's the end of his contract. Are they going to be able to extend this guy? Do they trade all these picks? And, you know, what's that going to look like? But they've got two years to kind of figure this out. Now, the Lions, and a big reason why the compensation was so much wasn't just because of Matt Stafford. That is very important. Everybody understands this. They took on one of the worst contracts in NFL history and that freaking Jared Goff. That's why they got so much draft capital is because the the Lions took away this crappy contract. So the Lions are paying $17.8 million dead for Stafford still. Then they're done on that one. But they picked up Jared Goff's four-year, $106.6 million deal on Goff's deal. They have an easy out after the 2022 season, though. So they can get out of this in two years. Um, and so that's kind of what this deal is looking like. The Rams get Stafford for two years. The Lions get Goff for two years. And they're going to have to kind of see where they're at. Now, you look at the Rams' cap space. <laughs> Negative... million dollars in 2021 and that's at the projected 176 million dollar space they're negative they're negative 35 million dollars they're going to have to keep and and the problem is this and all the people that talk about oh salary caps myth whatever else no 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 no. this is the philosophy of the rams and les need and sean McVay. kick the can down the road Get the most top-end talent that you can, and then just fill the rest of the roster with Jags. Uh, just just a guy, right? That's what Jag means, just a guy. So you just, whatever. You, you've, and if you look at all the people that they have had to lose, and you look at their roster, it's a bunch of no-name guys. Yeah, they have some talent. I'm not trying to say they're not. They made it to the playoffs, uh, you know, divisional round. They're a good team. I understand that. But it is so top-heavy, so top-heavy. Negative $35 million which means they're going to get even more top-heavy going into the future. They're going to have to rework a lot of deals. That, and the reason why they're negative 35 now is because they reworked the deals three years ago. Then they reworked them two years, and they just keep pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. The way that this franchise is going, they're basically saying, we have to win a Super Bowl in the next five years, and then after that, it's going to be... I don't think McVeigh's going to be there. I don't think Les Snee's going to be there. I just don't think that's going to be... This is non-sustainable. They have to win now. Now, again, in the NFL, it, it's hard to get to the Super Bowl, let alone win it. If they win a Super Bowl, does that justify this? Hell, yes, it does. You, you got to respect somebody that pushes all their chips in all the time. And especially whenever you look at the 49ers, and you know they, they're kind of the antithesis. They're in the same division. Two completely different ideals on what they're trying to do. John Lynch has been, you know, he said when asked the question, do you feel like you have to like sacrifice things to win now? Or do you want to build, have sustained success? And he said, oh, I think we could do both. You want to win now, but not if it means sacrificing long term. So I'm kind of glad we don't have <laughs> the the meth addict strategy <laughs> front office for the 49ers. I'm totally cool with that. 
Now, if you look at where the Rams are just for dead cap space, their dead cap just for 2021 is 30.6 million, which is by far the most in the NFL. Uh, most of it comes from two players, Todd Gurley and Jared Goff. So, I mean, so again, Rams have 30 million dead cap. The second second most dead cap in the NFL is the Lions now, all because of this trade that they just did, um, with 19 million. The 49ers have 9 million dead cap, just to kind of let you see where that's at. Um, our 9 million dead cap comes from two players. Quan Alexander, 7 million. That was such a bad contract. And Jarek McKinnon, another bad contract. Uh, but 9 million is not bad, especially whenever you're looking at 30.6 for the Rams. Um, now, let's talk about this, and let's shift the focus now. We've got the details of the trade out there. Let's talk about why the 49ers didn't do this. One, I don't think anybody in here, maybe there are some, you know, just based off of Twitter and whatever else. Would you have preferred the 49ers give up two first round picks for Matt Stafford? Hell no, I don't. Uh, no, <laughs> that's too much. Do I like Stafford? Is Stafford better than Jimmy Garoppolo? Yes. I, I don't think that that's even up for discussion. But is he that much better? If you look at the past first-round picks, the last two most recent first-round picks, would you rather give up Jimmy Garoppolo, Brandon Ayuk, and Javon Kinlaw to get Matthew Stafford? The answer is a resounding no. It, it doesn't even make sense. Is Stafford better? Yes. Is he worth two first round and a third? Like again, it, it's you're giving up. <laughs> you got to include that too. You know, two first and a third and your quarterback. That's a lot. You look at the third round pick we had this year, we got Trent Williams, who, who was an all-pro. Matt Stafford's made one all-pro. <laughs> like, and, and I'm not trying to belittle Stafford. He's going to be good with the Rams. I, I don't think that's even debatable. They're going to be a good team. They already are a good team. But again, the 49ers and kind of, let, let's let Kyle Shanahan say it himself. This was a question this season at a press conference, whenever uh, all the trade rumors started, whatever else, and Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt, here's what Kyle Shanahan had to say about quarterbacks. Let's just listen to him kind of walk us through it. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's because um, I'm a head coach. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, how I evaluate everything is always changing. I mean, things change. People change. I mean, you start to see you, you can win football games with any type of quarterback as long as they um, are good enough and you can be good enough in hundreds of different ways. So, um, I mean, I, I evaluate quarterbacks in terms of trying to find people who can have a chance to be one of those elite type guys. And there's lots of different ways to do it. I mean, you can see now there's plenty of different ways. So I don't think that'll ever change. I don't think you have one certain thing you're type looking for. You're just trying to find a guy who is better than um, about 98% of the people on this planet and are in this country. And when you find that, um, you get them and you adjust to him. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props, 
Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And and so, yeah, you did the 49ers want Stafford? That 100% has been confirmed. There are so many sources out there saying they were involved. Were they ever in the front runner of this? No. That was something that was all hyped up and turned out not to be true. Um, But whatever. Let's look over the trades that the 49ers have tried to get just since John Lynch has been here. And kind of the whole entire approach has been this. You, you, you turn over every rock, you look for every trade, however you can better your team, and find a, what it doesn't matter. But do not overpay. That's not who John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are. They love draft picks. Do not overpay. And so you can go back to Khalil Mack. You remember those rumors. It was down to you know, the Bears and the 49ers. And we offered a bunch. The reason why... The Raiders chose to trade him to the Bears was because they thought the Bears would be picking lower than the 49ers. They were way wrong. But again, if if you just look at that trade, let's say the 49ers got the Khalil Mack trade, which Khalil Mack's incredible. Two first rounders, a second and a third. That's what they get. That's what they got. Those picks, if we did that trade, Bosa, Ayuk. And then D Ford Emmanuel Sanders, which we traded those assets to get them. But Bosa and Ayuk, are you kidding me? Bosa and Khalil Mack, they're a wash, and you're not even paying the contract. Um, now again, you you lost one year from Bosa. We'll have to see what happens. But that rookie year was on par, if not better, than Khalil Mack's year. Um, now his sack numbers weren't as high, but everything else was higher. So I, I don't think people want to do that trade. You know, in hindsight, look at Odell Beckham Jr. Right, uh, got a first and a third plus a starter. We waited and got Brandon Ayuk. I would prefer Brandon Ayuk on his rookie deal than Odell Beckham Jr. Do I like Odell? Yes, he's incredible. But now we have a young, very cheap asset. You look at the money that Odell Beckham Jr. is getting, I think it's like $15 million or something like that, which that's not too bad. But again, Brandon Ayuk's playing for like $2 million a year. There's a big difference there. Um, you know, Jamal Adams, two first in the third round and a starter. We're not overpaying. That, that, that's not who the 49ers are. So as you look forward, you have to understand that. Jimmy Garoppolo, is he a top 10 quarterback? You know, you can go back to the last episode before this trade happened. We went through the NFL list of starters and, you know, tried to place him where he is. It, that, it's, it's rough. It, it, it's a rough one. It, it really, really is because you want to get better at quarterback. I think the 49ers still have some options at that. But Jimmy Garoppolo is... <laughs> He, he's not a bad safety net. Um, maybe safety and Jimmy Garoppolo probably not the best words to use in the same sentence with him always being hurt. But do the 49ers want to upgrade? Yes. Are they still going to try to upgrade? Yes. 
does that mean they should have done this trade? Hell no. I'm very glad that they didn't do this trade. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't want to. Um, and again, I, if, if I pulled it, you know, I put a poll up, would you want to do this trade? Oh, it was like 92% said no. I'm not trading two firsts for Matthew Stafford on a two-year deal. And no, it's just not what I want to do. Now, let's look at some of the, let's step back now. And again, put these things into perspective. Who are the NFC West quarterbacks? And this is problematic. Russell Wilson, Matt Stafford, Kyler Murray, Jimmy Garoppolo. And I put them in that order. Wilson, Stafford, Murray, Garoppolo. We, we do have the worst quarterback in the NFC West. That's problematic. So what do you do to fix that, right? Um, you don't overpay for a guy like Stafford. Now, again, I'm seeing the Deshaun Watson uh, <laughs> all up in the comments, and that's awesome, and I totally get it. And I love Deshaun Watson. I would overpay for Deshaun Watson because I think he is a top three NFL quarterback. I think he's number two, personally. I would say Mahomes, then Watson. I think those are the two numbers in the NFL whenever you put in age and all that kind of stuff, whatever. Uh, so that's where I would put him. Now, the problem is they're not going to trade him. Houston has been and is one of the worst-run franchises in all professional sports. Nobody likes it there. The ownership is disgusting. <laughs> They're terrible humans, and it trickles down. Now, am I saying everybody that's part of that franchise is a bad human or whatever? No, I'm not. But I'm saying they do not care about the players. They do not care <laughs> about a lot of different things. They will punish Deshaun Watson for trying to get out. They're not going to trade him. Um, he's going to have to force his way out. And so, you know, he's gone through his, you know, media and all those different things and taking Texans off and whatever else. You know, that's kind of the thing that they do nowadays on social media, whatever. But they're not trading him. They've been very outspoken. The coach, the GM, the ownership, everybody's saying, nope, not even interested in trading him. So what that means is if Deshaun Watson's going to get out, it's going to be once training camp starts. He's going to have to sit, be fined, be docked pay, make the Texans look terrible, which means no trade before the draft. So even if you are one of the teams that thinks, man, if they just trade him, we're in the lead. You can't plan on that. You can't go through the draft, free agency, all this different time just for the hopes that you might be able to get Deshaun Watson. That doesn't work. So... You, you, if he becomes available, you keep trying, and you keep trying to overpay. I don't mind that, but you have to move forward with the plan of Deshaun Watson's not walking through in the red and gold. I hope it happens. It would be incredible, but we're just not to that point. You can't plan on that. You know, John McClain, who I, I think, again, had been covering, I think, for 35 years, just Houston sports in general, he came out and said, the Texans aren't trading him, but if they did, this is what it would cost. Um, two first rounders, two second rounders, and two young defensive studs. That's a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, that is a whole lot. Now, what's two young defensive studs mean? Is that, you know, Eric Armstead and Greenlaw? Or is that Nick Bosa and Fred Warner? Which I say, hell no. I, I'm not giving up two first and Bosa. That's not happening ever. I'm not giving up one first and Bosa. Yeah, I, I do like Bosa in a second, maybe. Even then, I'm like, gosh, my stomach hurts. Um, yeah, yeah, that I don't want to do that. But quarterback is the most important. Uh, I understand that. But those are kind of the terms. If you do get Watson, you're going to have a lot of holes in your roster. There's no doubt about that. 
Um, yeah, it's it, it's it's what it is, man. It's it, it's rough. It's so what you have to do next is you have to turn to the draft, and I think that's where we started, and I think that's where we are, and I think that's what this front office has continued to show. The draft is where it's going to be. So um, for the second half of the show, we're going to go through all the teams in the NFL draft, uh, the draft order, and rank them, give them a percentage. How likely are they through the draft to address the quarterback position? And that's what we're going to be talking about next. Real quick word from our sponsor, MyBookie. Look, it's Brady and Mahomes going head-to-head in the big game, and everybody's talking about who's going to win. Now, whether you're going for the Chiefs or Bucks, I don't like either one of them. But who you bet with or who you bet on is just as important as who you bet with. And that's why I always tell my friends to go to MyBookie. Now, at MyBookie.ag, they have all the props for the big game. You always hear about these Super Bowl props. What are they? But you can bet on the color of Gatorade. You can bet on how long the national anthem is. You can bet on if a scoring drive is shorter than the national anthem and vice versa. They have everything, including all the prop bets for the game itself, things like MVP, first touchdown score, and more. They got everything. So the best news about this is you could bet from the comfort of your home, on your phone, anytime that you want to bet. So head over to mybookie.ag. They've got squares on the game. They have everything. So whatever it is that you usually do for your kind of Super Bowl party or whatever, it's a weird time. It's a weird time of year with COVID and all those things. You can do all that with mybookie.ag. So don't miss out on the last game of the year. Sign up at mybookie.ag today. Use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, to have your deposit matched halfway all the way up to $1,000. That's free cash bonus just for making your deposit. Use promo code 49ERS at mybookie.ag. Bet, win, and get paid only at mybookie. All right, so... Yeah, you know, you you look at let's go through the draft. All right, this is the current draft order. Obviously, it's going to change. And now again, for those people that are really upset with John Lynch for not, you know, going out and gambling and doing all the crazy stuff he does in the draft, <laughs> that dude moves around as much, if not more, than any other, uh, you know, franchise out there, especially in the first round. So there's four first-round quarterbacks in this draft. I don't think anybody really disagrees with that. And we're going to talk through them and their options in this. Uh, you know, Obviously, Trevor Lawrence. You've got Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and whichever order you have. I'm going to include some clips here um, in a little bit uh, about these quarterbacks. So let's go through. Number one, the Jacksonville Jaguars. 100%. They are drafted Trevor Lawrence. That's all there is to it. It's not even up for debate. That's one team. They're 100% going to get a quarterback. Number two is the New York Jets. They have Sam Darnold. I like Sam Darnold, man. I really, really do. If Worst case scenario, you know, if the Jets do go quarterback, which I have them at a 75% chance they're going quarterback. You know, they have Robert Sala. Uh, they have Mike McDaniel there. Uh, I'm sorry. They have a, not Mike McDaniel. He's still with us. They have LaFleur there. I think new coaches usually mean new quarterbacks, but Sam Darnold is different. Even if they keep Sam Darnold, I do think that they will address the quarterback position later in the draft or through free agency, bring in somebody like Ryan Fitzpatrick, something along those lines. They're doing something to the the quarterback position. Now, the Jets, they have a lot of options because they are a new franchise, new coach, all that kind of stuff. They could trade out of that two spot and get a King's Ransom for whoever wants to jump up. 
Now, again, if if they if the Jets sit there and take a quarterback, that means Sam Darnold's on the market. I would love to go get him. He's going to cost a second-round pick. Um, that's just what it is. A late second, but a second-round pick. 49ers have you know a mid-second, but you could offer that second and get Sam Darnold and like a fourth-rounder back is probably what that would cost. So let's say you miss out on all of the quarterbacks. We get The 49ers don't get the opportunity to trade up. They're sitting there at number 12. All the QBs are gone. Yeah, I would be on the phone with the Jets saying, hey, <laughs> hey, we want Sam Darnold. Now, is Sam Darnold the fix-all? No, he's not. But again, Jimmy Garoppolo, you've got to have something. Because Nick Mullins, he's not coming back. At least I hope not. CJ Beathard, he's not coming back. At least I hope not. So right now, you're looking at the only quarterbacks on the roster, Jimmy Garoppolo, Josh Rosen, I don't mind as like a competing for the number three spot. And then Josh Johnson. Uh, again, same thing. Uh, they're just, they're bodies. You know, hopefully Rosen pans out into a decent backup, but you don't plan for that. Let him compete for the number three quarterback and see what happens. Uh, but we're, we're not even there yet. Now, who's going to go at that number two spot? I think it's going to be Zach Wilson. So we're going to keep going through the draft. But before we do that, I want to just throw in, this is another clip of uh, Patreon video breakdowns. Again, uh, over 250-plus hours of film breakdowns. This is the quarterback for BYU, Zach Wilson, who I think he's my number two QB. Here we go. little pistol formation. What's up, BYU? That. I like that they have him turn his back to the defense. Oh, a little short, but still a good ball. A lot of players, this is one of the toughest things, to take your eyes off the defense and then get your head around. Very nice here. And, man, you, you, you just see the ball. It's pretty whenever he can put some air under it. This is him at his best. This is what he does better than most. He, he's not a, you know, line drive thrower, whatever. But, I mean, that ball went. See here, it landed at about the seven yard line. Let's see where he released it at. Okay, so he's throwing that right at about the 48. And you can kind of see here, you love the hips. Footwork's not great, but the chest and the arm, everything, that looks pretty good there. Um, he's letting go at the 48, so ball's going to land at the seven. Eh, 45 yards in the air, not bad. Little behind, but still, that's a good pass. Ooh, let's see it from this angle. Yeah, that looks pretty good. His base is a little too wide, but he is stepping into a deep throw there. Yeah, you could see, man. Just You, you could just see the three-quarter arm motion. Some people, are, it's going to bother. That That's not ideal there. But you love the shoulders. You love how he's opening his chest to his target. His hips open. He's transferring weight to the front foot. Um, you know, his his throwing platform was a little off there, but nothing to complain about. Yeah, man, he he's good. Zach Wilson, if you want him, you got to go to number two or three. And if you're going to wait for number three, you might not get him. He, he's going in the top three. It's just going to happen. Now, you look at who's picking number three, you're talking the Miami Dolphins. Man, I've got them at a 25% chance of taking a quarterback. They have Tua. You know, he went 6-3 and three as a starter, showed some flashes. They've got a solid team. But is there anybody that they're just in love with that can fall at this spot? I don't think so. I think this is the spot, number three, that is the trade. You know, I, 
I don't know what the odds are, but whenever the odds come out, this is going to be the first trade of the draft. I, I just believe that to be the case. I, I think this is where a team jumps up, whether that's the 49ers or other teams. I've got them at a 25% chance at taking a quarterback. Um, number four, Atlanta Falcons, they're at a 50% chance. You know, they've got new coaches. They've got all that kind of stuff set in place. Matt Ryan, how long is he going to be around? They've got that deal. Is it time to draft a quarterback and let him learn behind Matt Ryan? I mean, it's a coin flip there. But then after that, you get two teams that don't have quarterback needs. Uh, number five, Cincinnati, that's 0% chance. Joe Burrow's their guy. He's not going to be back at the start of the year, but um, he's going to be their guy moving forward. Number six, Philadelphia. Again, they've got two quarterbacks, <laughs> Carson Wentz or Hurts, new coaching staff. I get it. I don't think drafting a quarterback is even in the realm of possibility there. There's just no room. And then you get to the Lions. Number seven, they were 100% drafted quarterback. Now, I'm saying maybe 75%. I still think that they are going to address quarterback. This is the perfect spot for Trey Lance to go, uh, where you draft him and he sits behind Jared Goff, and then whenever they realize Jared Goff is really bad, <laughs> then they'll move on. Um, but again, uh, Trey Lance, he's my number three quarterback. I, I love this kid. I think that he is great. I think this is the farthest he can fall is number seven. Um, with the Lions. Now, um, what does Trey Lance bring to the table? Let's go to the film. Here's Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State. And a lot of people keep saying, like, he's not NFL ready. I don't, I'm not sure I really uh, attest to that. I get the level of competition. He didn't play this year because the season was canceled for his division. That's whatever. He's got one year started, but he is so much more pro polished in a lot of areas than all the other quarterbacks not named Trevor Lawrence. So let's go to the film and let's see what we got with him. This is Trey Lance. But man, you love to see his footwork. That is perfect. Um, <laughs> athleticism check right here. A lot of teams are going to love the hip movement and just how fluid everything is. The dude looks like a tight end back there. Uh, you know, you're looking at, what is he, 6'3", 224. Can't wait to get the official measurement on that. That's going to be huge for him. Now, okay, this is it right here. This is what teams want to see now. In the Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson era, can you make plays off script? Can you just be fluent and be an athlete? Watch his pocket presence here, which is A+. Nobody even gets close to him. But look how his eyes stay downfield the entire time. He's not looking anywhere but downfield. Makes a throw going to his left, throwing to his right, opens his hips. Look at him open his hips right before he throws it. Boom. You like that. Gave this guy a chance. Wasn't caught. But again, you're seeing lots of arm talent. You're seeing hip fluidity. Uh, hit him in the hands. Yeah, he's frustrated with himself. And so that that's Trey Lance. I really like that kid. I know I'm biased. I, I just I love this kid. Real quick, just want to give a shout out to Tanner Garrett. Um, he just put this in the comments. This is my last podcast before Marine Corps boot camp in San Diego. Headed there right now. Wish me luck, faithful. Tanner, you are incredible, man. Really appreciate uh, your service. And man, <laughs> enjoy it. San Diego's beautiful, but I know boot camp's going to be hell. So uh, best of luck to you and thank you for your service, brother. Um, now, Trey Lance, I like this kid a lot. Um, a lot of people are much more divided on him. 
Um, and a lot of that has to do with, again, it's, it's really interesting the way the draft process always comes out to play because you'll get sub podcasters that like this guy and other writers that like this guy and whatever else. And everybody like picks sides and they don't like them because whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, I've seen some people say that he reminds them of Colin Kaepernick and that's a positive or a negative depending on where you are, whatever this kid's ceiling, it's as high as it can get. Um, it's as high as it can get. So that that's Trey Lance. Now, uh, back to the draft order number eight, the Panthers. I, I put them at 50%. They have Teddy Bridgewater, but apparently they were one of the teams that were willing to spend the most to get Stafford. So they were hardcore in on Stafford. So it doesn't seem like they're set at quarterback, but do they want to wait till the perfect option? You know, who knows what that is. Broncos, number nine, I got them at 75%. Cowboys, number 10, 25%. Dak should be back there. If Dak doesn't resign with there, I think the 49ers should roll out the red carpet and pay that man. Um, I, I, I think Dak, he's very, very aggressive, uh, protects the ball well. There's some flaws with Dak for sure, but I think he would be an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo. And the best news is you don't have to trade any assets for him. You just sign him. Um, but anyway, Dak should be a Cowboy. Number 11, Giants, 25%. Daniel Jones, I don't think that's going to change. Um, and then the 49ers, which at pick 12, I've, I've got us at about 75% in the quarterback market. You know, we just went through all these teams that don't have any quarterback. There's probably five to six teams in the NFL that would love to have Jimmy Garoppolo. And they would be very, very happy with Jimmy Garoppolo. The 49ers aren't one of them. Uh, you know, we we are a franchise that has been spoiled for sure with quarterback play with, you know, obviously Steve Young, Joe Montana. But, I mean, Jeff Garcia, good Lord, Colin Kaepernick. We've got four different quarterbacks to take our franchise to the Super Bowl. That's pretty damn rare. And not nobody could say that. I mean, that that's pretty special. But we're pretty damn tough on our QBs for sure. Um, and, again, a lot of this goes back to that whole Mahomes effect. I don't think in the NFL, if you go back just 10 years ago, the mindset has changed drastically. If you don't have a top five quarterback, everybody's trying to get one. And the 49ers don't have a top five quarterback. I don't believe that. I think Jimmy Garoppolo's slightly above average, but that's it. Um, so do you build around him? <laughs> but if you don't have an option at quarterback, you got to do what you got to do. And I think that the you know the fourth is my least favorite of the you know quarterbacks, but I'd love to have him. Justin Fields, quarterback out of Ohio State. A lot of people have him at number two. He's the one that's all over the place. Some people have him two, some three, some four. Uh, he's my number four quarterback. And here is a quick film clip breakdown of Justin Fields. Again, if you like these, patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. It's eight bucks a month. All of the funding there goes straight to the podcast. Uh, so support us there. Here we go. Here's the last clip of the day for quarterback Justin Fields. I got a pistol set here. Like the play action. Ooh. Dang, that was good. That was really good. So it looks like he's like thinking about running, right? You can see him tuck the ball here. Pulls up, throws it fading back. Man, look at the... He's got the arm to do this. It's not an elite arm, but again, we, we've seen this already. Open up the hip, the left hit, hip. And shoulder is what you're looking for. And again, he's just, this is all here. This is all core. This is all arm. You love the the place that the ball is coming from. You know, he's not sidearming it. He's not shorting that. He's getting the ball up. Just throws a nice catchable ball. 
he is so great at throwing to a location, leading the wide receiver, uh, just putting it where his guy can get it. So good, so good at that. Ball placement is elite. Yeah, so that's Justin Fields. He so many positive traits, and uh, again, if he falls to number twelve or the forty yards jump up and get him, I'd be very, very happy. Just because he's my number four, I have him and Trey Lance very, very close to each other. But I talk so much more about Trey Lance because I think he's much more of a realistic option. Because I think Justin Fields is going to go earlier. Uh, but anyway, now, so that's the top twelve teams in the NFL draft order and their quarterback needs. So now I'm just going to skip through, and teams I see close to 100% will draft a quarterback or are looking to draft a quarterback. Obviously, there's not enough to go around. Uh, the problem is scarcity exists. 15, the Patriots. Oh, my gosh. They have no quarterbacks. <laughs> they, they need one as much as anybody. And a likely contender, if the 49ers do land a quarterback. Now, if we draft a quarterback, I don't think we're trading Jimmy Garoppolo. But if we do get a free agent, I don't know, fill in the blank, a trade out of the wazoo. I think the Patriots would be the landing spot for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Washington football team, 100%. Uh, even if Alex Smith comes back, which I don't think he will, um, they have to get a young quarterback in the works there. Bears, Mitchell Trubisky, are you kidding me? Colts, they don't have a quarterback on their roster. Phillip Rivers and um, uh, their backup quarterbacks, uh, Brissett, uh, neither one of them are signed currently, and they're a contender. Pittsburgh, I, I know Big Ben has come out publicly and said he wants to come back and redo his deal but even if he does you got to have a young quarterback and the saints you know whether Taysom hill is the guy there or not you have to have some competition Jameis is gone he was a one-year guy so if you just look at the nfl i see seven teams still that are 100 percent in need of a quarterback seven and i don't count the 49ers as one of those uh, now we do need a backup but there is a strong possibility that you get to 12, and yeah, they don't go quarterback in the first round. Now, if they trade up, they could have the option. We'll just have to wait and see. There are some holes on this roster. That's for sure. Cornerback and tackle, those are premium positions in the NFL. They have to be addressed. Can you sign Verrett? Can you sign Trent Williams? Can you give yourself all that extra you know, flexibility without addressing the quarterback position? We'll have to see. Uh, a lot of fun times ahead, but I can say this. I'm glad the 49ers, this is kind of in summation, right? I'm glad the 49ers didn't trade multiple first-round picks for Matthew Stafford. Was he an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo? Yes, he would have been. Um, is he two first-round pick upgrade? I do not believe that to be the case. and I, So I'm okay that the 49ers sat this one out. And I'm also okay that the Rams continue to spend all of their draft capital, and they're at their best. And I don't think that they are, you know, on par roster-wise with the 49ers. Yeah, they have a better corner, defensive tackle, and QB. But I think that's it. <laughs> there, there's, there's nothing else on that roster that I would prefer. Their wide receivers are pretty damn good, though. But still, I don't think Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, they're on par. I love Debo and Ayuk. I'm not, and they're both on rookie deals, so I'm cool with that as well. But anyway, hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. Uh, it, it's frustrating. But it's not panic time. And I, I love the temperament of John Lynch. And I know I'm one in the minority. Because it's not time to overpay. Buy low, sell high. It's what it's the rules. Don't overpay. And if you do overpay, it better be for elite. Matt Stafford's not elite. He's good. He might be great. He's not elite. Anyway, thank you guys for your time and support. And as always, stay strong, faithful.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.